Section 22 of Gray's Anatomy, Part 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Leanne Howlett. Anatomy of the Human Body, Part 2, by Henry Gray. Tarso-Metatarsal Articulations. 1F. Tarso-Metatarsal Articulations. Articulations, Tarso-Metatarsiae. These are arthrodial joints. The bones entering into their formation are the first, second, and third cuneiforms, and the cuboid, which articulate with the bases of the metatarsal bones. The first metatarsal bone articulates with the first cuneiform. The second is deeply wedged in between the first and third cuneiforms, articulating by its base with the second cuneiform. The third articulates with the third cuneiform, the fourth with the cuboid and third cuneiform, and the fifth with the cuboid. The bones are connected by dorsal, plantar, and interosseous ligaments. The dorsal ligaments, ligamenta, tarsometatarsi, dorsalia. The dorsal ligaments are strong, flat bands. The first metatarsal is joined to the first cuneiform by a broad, thin band. The second has three, one from each cuneiform bone. The third has one from the third cuneiform. The fourth has one from the third cuneiform and one from the cuboid, and the fifth one from the cuboid. The plantar ligaments. Ligamenta tarsometatarsi plantaria. The plantar ligaments consist of longitudinal and oblique bands, disposed with less regularity than the dorsal ligaments. Those for the first and second metatarsals are the strongest. The second and third metatarsals are joined by oblique bands to the first cuneiform. The fourth and fifth metatarsals are connected by a few fibers to the cuboid. The interosseous ligaments. Ligamenta Cuneometatarsi interossea. The interosseous ligaments are three in number. The first is the strongest and passes from the lateral surface of the first cuneiform to the adjacent angle of the second metatarsal. The second connects the third cuneiform with the adjacent angle of the second metatarsal. The third connects the lateral angle of the third cuneiform with the adjacent side of the base of the third metatarsal. Synovial Membrane The synovial membrane between the first cuneiform and the first metatarsal forms a distinct sac. The synovial membrane between the second and third cuneiforms behind and the second and third metatarsal bones in front is part of the great tarsal synovial membrane. Two prolongations are sent forward from it, one between the adjacent sides of the second and third and another between those of the third and fourth metatarsal bones. The synovial membrane between the cuboid and the fourth and fifth metatarsal bones forms the distinct sac. From it, a prolongation is sent forward between the fourth and fifth metatarsal bones. Movements. The movements permitted between the tarsal and metatarsal bones are limited to slight gliding of the bones upon each other. Nerve supply. The intertarsal and tarsometatarsal joints 
are supplied by the deep peroneal nerve. 7G. Intermetatarsal Articulations Articulations Entometatarsi The base of the first metatarsal is not connected with that of the second by any ligaments. In this respect, the great toe resembles the thumb. The bases of the other four metatarsals are connected by the dorsal, plantar, and interosseous ligaments. The dorsal ligaments. Ligamenta basium. Os metatars dorsalia. Pass transversely between the dorsal surfaces of the bases of the adjacent metatarsal bones. The plantar ligaments. Ligamenta basium. Os metatars plantaria. The plantar ligaments have a similar arrangement to the dorsal. The interosseous ligaments. Ligamenta basium, os metatars, interossea. The interosseous ligaments consist of strong transverse fibers which connect the rough non-articular portions of the adjacent surfaces. Synovial membranes. The synovial membranes between the second and third and the third and fourth metatarsal bones are part of the great tarsal synovial membrane. That between the fourth and fifth is a prolongation of the synovial membrane of the cuboideo-metatarsal joint. Movements. The movement permitted between the tarsal ends of the metatarsal bones is limited to a slight gliding of the articular surfaces upon one another. The heads of all the metatarsal bones are connected together by the transverse metatarsal ligament. The transverse metatarsal ligament. The transverse metatarsal ligament is a narrow band which runs across and connects together the heads of all the metatarsal bones. It is blended anteriorly with the plantar glenoid ligaments of the metatarsophalangeal articulations. Its plantar surface is concave where the flexor tendons run below it. Above it, the tendons of the interossei pass to their insertions. It differs from the transverse metacarpal ligament in that it connects the metatarsal to the others. The synovial membranes in the tarsal and tarsometatarsal joints. The synovial membranes found in the articulations of the tarsus and metatarsus are six in number. One for the talocalcaneal articulation, a second for the talocalcaneoavicular articulation, a third for the calcaneocuboid articulation, and a fourth for the cuneoavicular intercuniform and cuneocuboid articulations, the articulations of the second and third cuneiforms with the bases of the second and third metatarsal bones, and the adjacent surfaces of the bases of the second, third, and fourth metatarsal bones a fifth for the first cuneiform with the metatarsal bone of the great toe, and a sixth for the articulation of the cuboid with the fourth and fifth metatarsal bones. A small synovial cavity is sometimes found between the contiguous surfaces of the navicular and cuboid bones. End of section 22. Recording by Leanne Howlett.